Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short term plans at uh1.com. It's time to give our predictions for Elimination Chamber here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Luke Owen, DAD. I'm joined by Dan Layton, the professor, the truth, your jam that champion, Dan Layton. Really good at predictions. Look at this. You are, though, not defending the title uh, this weekend. Uh, but that is also because we're not doing uh, live reactions mm. for the show this weekend. Yeah. Um, because, well, we want, you know, we were going to be doing a watch party, but. Stupid rugby stopped us doing the watch party for Other it. sports exists. Other This s- is what happens when we get a, a, an event at a reasonable hour. Exactly. <laughs> Go back to America. Least, yeah. There's no sport events on at 1 a.m. here in the UK. But yeah, because of the Six Nations, we couldn't do the watch party. And the watch party kind of like what our live reactions are now. Mm. So without them, we didn't really want to... Um, I suppose devalue our live mm. reactions, but we're doing them this way instead. So we're going to be doing podcast coverage and there will be a review on the Rest Talk uh, news channel. But we're going to give our predictions for this show now. Are you excited for Chamber Perth? Um, uh, I'm excited for Chamber Perth in the same way as I'm excited for, I guess, a nice dinner. Like, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. But I don't feel yeah, strongly about it. I This feels like a a really this has got a real B show feel yes. to it. And we had a whole conversation about this on the on the pod uh previously when we were talking about Roman and Punk and uh and, and rock and all that stuff. And it had this whole business of it is a B show if you book it like one. If you treat it like one, if the uh stuff going on on the card feels B show that's what makes it feel like a B-show. But when you have a stadium, you have a real opportunity to do something with it. Now, Super Showdown, they did a few years ago, that felt like a B-show. This is sort of a little bit suffering from the same effect. I'm going to have a nice time watching it. I'm looking forward to all the matches. That's what I was going to say, is that I got a B-show feel about mm. it. But actually, when I look up and down the card, I say up and down the card, at the four matches that we have on the card here, I'm, I can't say that I'm not excited about the in-ring yeah. action. Like I think the in-ring action is going to be great. That tag match in particular, I think, is going to be awesome i think both of the chamber matches are going to be very good and i there's a chance that this rear ripley nia Jax match is going to be real when nia Jax needs to step up on these sort of big time things she's really really great at it and ripley's awesome as well and the hometown the hometown of stuff so like that's going to really carry a lot of that but like my anticipation for it i think feels lesser because 
there's four matches on this card, and I think this is probably the first time that WWE had a truly 100% predictable show. I'm trying to work... I mean, I thought Crown Jewel was similarly predictable. I thought all the Rumble was fairly predictable as well. I think with the Rumble, though, they did such a good job of it. Could be Cody, could be Punk. Yeah. I think in the women's one, could be Bailey, could be Becky. And then when you got Jade in there, I was like, well, Jade's an interesting choice. Bianca's an interesting choice. So I think, while you're right, like it felt quite clear on that it's Cody and Bailey. They're mm. at least other options right when i'm looking at this chamber i'm like oh no there's only only the two th- of them. there's only one option in in either of the match of yeah. who's going to be the winner of this yeah it's interesting as well because given that it's a stadium show you would almost feel like they could do something with it I- i'm stuck with the four matches thing we talked about this on the way into the studio i find four matches to be too few We've had conversations about how, like, over on the AW side, because they don't do as many pay-per-views, they just put about 26 matches on. Too many matches. Too many matches. I think we've gone too far the other way. I think six to seven is a good number of matches at this point I've landed on, of of matches that I enjoy. They don't all need to be super long. A Royal Rumble is different because two Royal Rumbles both going over an hour, that's going to eat up a lot of your time. For me, like... They don't all need to be half-hour matches. And I look at this, and I don't think an elimination chamber is going to go an hour. Well, that's what I was about to say. Do you not think that these chamber matches... Because you've got entrances in there as well. You've got to do 12 entrances across the two chambers. I I think, you know, segment to segment, they could go an hour. It's just if I... But that's another problem. If I look at a show, and it's two hours 30, and the actual wrestling of that not entrances leave entrances away from me the actual wrestling of that is probably about an hour i'm like there's a lot of extraneous baggage here and i get that they've got to do adverts for peacock and all the rest of it and you can use things smartly like the grace and waller effect segment is going to be interesting but i i I just i don't know i I want another match or maybe another two matches yeah i i mean i agree with you on that sense Mm. like the four matches thing it does feel like oh where's your where's the fifth one like at least that one more match like i wonder if the grace and waller thing is going to turn into like a little mini match yeah and cody's like i've got a surprise tag partner or is it just going to be what i said to you on the way here half an hour of just the segment itself mm. and then Cody cut a crossroads and you know the the heels are sent packing which is what I kind of imagined that it, mm. it will be but I I think that both the chamber matches are probably going to go 45 50 minutes each so including entrances you're looking at over an hour for each one of those that's two hours already and then you've got the other hour to go across the other two matches it's just that so the, the problem I'm having and I, and I this almost sounds like I'm complaining when there's no need to complain how unlike me that would be but like when you think of the last three pay-per-views in a row war games royal rumble elimination chamber because they're built around the match type which itself is long the rest of the show almost feels a bit neglected oh yeah and as a result that's what makes me feel like yeah i'll watch that i also think there's probably something in the fact that it's taking place at a funky time for america obviously wwe is a worldwide company that doesn't stop them 48 weeks out of the year you know from running times that are inconvenient for the rest of us in the world um but maybe there's something in they're not treating it like the a show situation because is everyone at home going to tune in and give them the numbers on peacock live then is there going to be spoilers it's it's one thing when it's uk times and so it means they're starting it like in a super bowl hour of like 12 noon or something like that Yeah, yeah but versus two in the morning you know exactly yeah i'm actually curious like let us know in the comments are you staying up for this Mm. Because if you're on the 
West Coast, I think it starts at 2 a.m. Yeah. And then the East Coast starts at 5 a.m. Hawaii's got it fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hawaii's so like, at like p.m. 6. So like, so like if you're on the East Coast, that's not too bad getting up at 5 a.m. Like yeah. it sucks for a Saturday, but mm. like, you know, even if you got up an hour later, you can just sort of catch on sort of a one hour, you know, a de- a, you know a delay thing. Mm. Or you can just get yourself up at 5 and just like, brew yourself a little coffee and have that. 2 a.m. for like the, the West Coast feels like the, yeah, you got to you got to stay up. Yeah. If you're on the East Coast, you can go to bed and then wake up. But if you're on the West Coast, probably, no, I better, I better just stay awake. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, it's what we do. It's what we, we do, it. yeah. Because I've I've only done it, I remember when we did uh, the live reactions for Blood and Guts, the first Blood mm. and Guts match that they did. And it started at 2 a.m. And I said, do you know what? I'm so tired. I'm just going to go get a few hours sleep and then I'll set my alarm for half one and mm. then I'll wake up and I slept through my alarm. That's because it's not. And then, well, yeah. And yeah. then and then I, it's, it was a bad idea. The smarter thing would have been to do was what I always do, which is just stay awake. Yeah. But like, let's go through our thoughts on the the card itself and our predictions for it. Um, I don't think this is going to take no. particularly long, mostly because, I, as I said, I think it's fairly straightforward on on who is coming out as the victors here. We'll start with the Women's Elimination Chamber match. This is for the Women's World Championship number one contendership at WrestleMania 40. It is Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan versus Tiffany Stratton versus Naomi versus Raquel Rodriguez, who made her return on Raw this week to win the Last Chance Battle Royal. I think it's fairly pegged on this as Becky Lynch to win this here. Yeah, I think, uh, as I mentioned on the Raw show, they've had a bit of a misstep with this because I think there's actually a lot of interesting stuff that they could talk about, you know, for once Becky that like that, their elimination chamber potential winner, probably Becky. That's my prediction is going to be Becky Lynch is, has beef with both Naya and Rhea. So why has it all been about Becky and Rhea? I know that's the match we're building to, but let's not like get ahead of the car. Let's get there first by having, both of them win their matches at this pay-per-view, making me want to go and see it. I think that's another reason I'm not particularly excited for the show is because I feel like, well, I know because you've told me in every single sense and you didn't need to because Liv Morgan's also got beef that she can explain about. You know, she's got history with Rhea. Um, Tiffany Stratton's brand new. You know, Bianca Belair is Bianca Belair. come back. Exactly. There's so much stuff that they could have done with this and instead it just feels like it feels like I can skip it. It feels like there's, there's nothing driving me to watch this show and I don't feel, and I feel like there could have been. Here's, I, you know, this kind of ties back into what we were talking about at the, the top of this broadcast, which is that I am not excited for this show in the sense of, man, I've, I've got to see this show. I want to see what happens. I've got to see what happens because it's going to have such huge ramifications on WrestleMania. But in ring-wise, I am excited. Yeah, I don't if, want to take anything away from the work. If you tell me that you've got Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, I'm watching that match, and I think that match is going to be really, mm-hmm. really good. You're looking at the six names that are in this match, I'm like, man, this has got a chance to be a really good chamber. The six names that are in the men's one, man, that's got a chance to be a really good chamber. But because it's so... I don't need to see it. Yeah. I want to see it because it's going to be fun. I don't need to see it. Mm. I think that's the that's the difference. That's kind of what you're tying into with this whole like the, the Becky Lynch thing. Yeah, and it's also interesting because that's somehow sometimes how I feel on the other side of the wrestling spectrum with some AEW shows where it's like, well, yeah, the matches are going to be good. It's just that like I need a little bit of something more. Like, um, it, it, what's not in question is the work. When yeah. you, when you book matches of the quality that AEW do with the talent like WWE have here, the work is going to be good, and I'm excited to see what they do with that and what they play with it. But I in order for me to be like rubbing my hands together, I just want a little bit of spice. I want yeah. a little bit of something more, whether that be Sami Zayn's, you know, hometown bloodline freedom storyline that he had then, whether that's um, 
you know, who is it going to be possible to dethrone Gunther? Like, you know, Sheamus yeah, and yeah. Drew and Gunther. Like, I need a, like that match was always going to be amazing. But then you add in the extra stuff of Sheamus has had Gunther beat twice nearly. Drew and Sheamus have history together. Like, all of that stuff was what made that match incredible. Um, At WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania 39. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just finding examples of ones where, like, inevitably the work is going to be good. It's just I want something to I sink get my teeth into. Absolutely, I, I totally get you. Like, I, I, and they, I think that what I'm saying here is they had it here with this match, and they had a lot of opportunity to mm. do it. And as a result of, I, I suppose, getting the shot at the press conference, they didn't. Yeah, them telegraphing this so heavily at the press conference has made this match. I feel bad for like Liv Morgan because she's mm. got like a good story That's going it. into That's this, it. but it feels like. She's not going to come within an ass's roar of, of getting this. <laughs> I hate that as a phrase, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so shout out to the AU podcast. Um, <laughs> but like, it's, I wonder if, I've been thinking about this over the last couple of days of like why interest in this show feels down. And I think part of it is the the predictability of this, of the, the foregone conclusion, let's say, for, mm. for this show. I think also two weeks ago, you and I were being sent to multiple fantasy booking things of Roman and Rock. Right. What are they going to be doing at Chamber? Mm. And you and I were saying on those shows, you know, certainly I was, you were like, pay them the money, get them out there. Yeah. But I was like, they're not going to be on the card. Yeah. They're not going to be on the show. Rollins is injured. Uh, Brock is gone for, you know, for. Yeah, all, that's another that's exactly. another wrinkle. Brock's gone for all of those reasons. Uh, Punk's injured mm. as well. Like all of a sudden, like all of these names are not on the show. And in some cases, not Brock, but in some of those cases, in fact, all of those cases, those are the people that everyone was kind of excited about. And yeah. everyone's excited about this Roman rock thing and what the bloodline means, but they're not part of this show. So everything else just feels so lesser than. Yeah. And that's why it's like, okay, take your opportunities where you can and tell a compelling story with the women's chamber and tell an interesting story there. I mean, this, this is the thing. I want to be clear. The work that they're all doing is good. Drew's, character work is excellent mm -hmm. i'm really excited to see what naya and Rhea are going to get up to i'm really excited to see what becky's going to do in her first chamber this whole business tiffany stratton is really exciting to see her ascend you know all of that it's just you had a, a rough run of it there with you know all of the things you just mentioned and stuff yeah you maybe I I don't run the show. I don't have access to the books. You probably you maybe don't have the money to get Roman and Rock to agree to what they want to you know to do to do an appearance even or something. Um, you've also pivoted on to what has been a fantastic storyline. We were talking about it on the SmackDown show. Like the the pivot that they've done has been masterful. Um, so you that that that's sort of put your hands behind your back same thing with the the women's title. Bailey and EO already in there. Adding a challenger for EO would have been. Uh, muddying that water yeah so that, you'd have done that just so you could have a match yeah. on the card it's like it's one of those things where i i'm trying to be as fair as possible and see all of the reasons that i'm not as that i'm whelmed about this yeah. show rather than you know over or underwhelmed or whatever like Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For the Tag Team Championships, it is the Judgment Day versus British Strong Style, who've been renamed to the New Catch Republic. And you're going to struggle with calling them the New Catch Republic. That's because I just... You love an indie name. Uh, well, they're, they're British Strong Style. and I, I said this on the news uh, on Monday. The name's right there. Like, you know, it's, it's already there. Ever, uh, genuine, were they as a team ever British Strong yeah, Style? Yeah, that's what, that's what their it. faction was right, called. Okay. And then within that, you had Mustache Mountain mm. of... Um, Pete, uh, uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. Right. But as a trio, they're British Strong Style. Right. Uh, but New Catch Republic, I think, is, is, a, is a perfectly fine name. Mm. Just, I think British Strong Style is better. Uh, I think the Judgment Day retain here mm -hmm. because the WrestleMania match is Judgment Day versus Awesome Truth, where Awesome like, Truth win the belts. Feels like, right? I think, yeah. This match is going to be great, though. It's going to slap. I mean, look at the match they had with DIY on SmackDown, which was so tasty. Yeah. Uh, lovely bit of NXT for us all. Um, and yeah, I think this is going to be great. Balor's in there as well. And they've obviously got all of that shared history of where they, you know, trained in the UK kind of thing, UK and Ireland. So it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. Oh, uh, you got Judgment Day as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's awesome truth at WrestleMania. Thank you very much. Uh, Tyler Bates on course to uh, win the award at the end of the year for most naked looking wrestler. I really, it's the socks. It's the lack of knee pads, <laughs> the low boots, and the fact that his trunks look like underwear. It looks like he wasn't he, he's woken up and been thrust into a match it's yeah. like oh i wasn't expecting that i was just gonna go to the bathroom he turns the lights on for the bathroom and turns out he's in a stadium in australia we were talking about this on a tlc record uh for an episode that won't be out for a, for a little while yet uh the idea of uh, you know austin at wrestlemania when he forgot his jacket he left it at the hotel no and it's i think it's 15 yeah he doesn't have his jacket and it was like, ah, you know, it's Austin. He doesn't have his jacket. But then you're like, no, he hasn't got his jacket. That's yeah. really weird. Why doesn't he? Have, why isn't he coming out with his jacket? Yeah. So I have that sometimes with Tyler. But it's like, why aren't you coming out with your gear? Mm. Like, where's the rest of your gear gone? I'm not got dressed today, Tyler. Yeah. Well, Tyler Bate. I, I love Tyler's pieces. 
but he proper looks like the the default wrestler setting. He does on two K twenty four before you actually put any of the attire on someone. Yeah, you've just done the hair. Yeah, you've just done this hair and the beard. And they got actually, I've got. There's too many menus. Yeah, I can't, I can't, <laughs> there's too many options these days. I can't go through it all. Yeah, uh, for the women's world championship, it is Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley. I imagine this will be the main event of the show. Ooh. If I was booking the show, I would have this as the main event. Mm. And I. Th- Tell a little story. Oh, go on. I I was at NXT TakeOver London, and Bailey was my girl. Bailey still is my girl. Bailey is kind of like we, you know, we as UK fans adopted Bailey mm-hmm. and, and sort of made her one of our own. Um, so it, we wanted to see Bailey. She was arguably one of the most over, if not the most over person on that entire card. Mm. I cannot tell you how worried I was that Nia Jax was going to take the belt off of her because I wanted to see Bailey win. Mm. And that match, I loved it. I thought it was so awesome. I thought that Bailey and Nia Jax were so, so great. I think it is Nia Jax's best match she had in WWE. I love that match. And part of that is that hometown reaction that the, the UK fans, the London fans had for Bailey. I think we're going to see some of that magic here Mm. in this match. Sure, it feels like it's a foregone conclusion that Rhea Ripley is going to retain, and my prediction for this match is Rhea Bloody Ripley. Mm. But I'm really, really excited to see the in-ring action on this. Yeah, it's so interesting because... Naya also had great chemistry with Asuka, like in NXT as well. So like she's... And and in this most recent run, she's really shown that... I think a lot of the criticism leveled her way was unfair. Fair. I, th- I think some of it's mostly the amount of injuring one person said, you know, that's a mistake. Yeah. Injuring two accidents happen. But when it's, it kept happening, it was like, mm. hmm. That's when questions started to be raised, I think. Yeah. In, in that case, what I think what I'm trying to get at is that it's like, well, credit where it's due. You've gone away and come back and improved yourself wholesale. This run has been great yeah so it's and it's it's good to see that for people you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't uh, and, and, and i don't I, I agree with you completely Rhea's winning this match i feel um it would be quite something if they didn't um but i feel like the, there are better stories to tell what a waste of a press conference like the could have gone to bailey if you don't go with Rhea, with becky and Rhea at this point um but yeah i i, I i'm looking forward to it there's something about the inevitability of it that doesn't make me feel like that should be the main event. I I I, I like the reference to Takeover London because I see I see that parallel there, and, yeah. I, and I think that was a good shout. Um, I just don't really see. I, I don't see it being that much of a. Sh- uh, will it happen? Won't it happen? Do you know what I mean? I think the only way this wouldn't be the main event in my books is because you can bookend the show with Chambers. Yeah, so you that's why. Yes, yeah, open I was with the women's, close with the men's, or vice versa, mm. and then you have the Ripley match in the middle there. But I think there's no Bronson Reed's not on this show. Indy Hartwell is not on this show. Grayson Waller is on this show, but he's in a talk show segment and he's a baddie. So this is kind of like the Australian mm. representation on this show. And I think it's, she's going to be the most over person on that card. I would probably, right, I would save her for the main events. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it's Rhea Ripley to retain, uh, probably with a super uh, riptide off the middle ropes to get the win. Mm. That's that's my prediction for the finish as well. And that'll they'll shout a lot about you can do that in 
2K24. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to our last Elimination Chamber match for the uh, a shot of the World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 40. It is Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley versus LA Knight versus Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. I feel that, because I've got Drew, mm-hmm. I think again is the foregone conclusion here that, that Drew McIntyre is winning this. Unlike the women's match, I don't think they have given you enough to put something on the other guys. See what I'm like what I mean by that is in the women's one, Becky Lynch is the foregone conclusion. Mm. But Liv Morgan's got a story going into this that she wants revenge on Rhea Ripley. Bianca yes. Belair is Miss WrestleMania. She's undefeated at WrestleMania. She wants to win another title at WrestleMania. Liv, uh, Tiffany Stratton is brand new. She's just come mm-hmm. up from NXT. She's looking to make it. Naomi's just come back. Raquel's just come back from injury. In the men's one, Drew is the foregone conclusion. The rest of them are just... Well, A, they're on the other show. But B, they just... I don't know. It doesn't feel like they they want to win that belt yeah like this more feels like i want a match at wrestlemania yeah like bobby lashley doesn't feel like he's desperate to win the world heavyweight championship he's busy with wish.com ministry and it doesn't feel like la Knight. he was going for roman's belt just one month ago as was randy orton mm. and kevin owens and logan paul have got their own thing going on yeah it feels like a few especially logan paul and kevin owens feels like he's been put in there to make the match fun and have some stuff going on during it i feel like if you'd have put in a Sami Zayn you would have had an extra story. Absolutely. Whether that's between Drew and Sammy or just purely Sammy wanting to get the belt. He's got that thing about wanting to be at WrestleMania kind of thing. And this would have allowed you to do that a little bit. Like give it a little extra spice in there. Have him in the, in the final two, him and Drew, and he yeah. just comes close to winning and he doesn't. Yeah, something like that where it gives it a little extra intrigue. Um, I agree. I also think the fact... It is hampered by the fact that there are five people from the other brand who haven't been looking at that belt and been like, I could go for that. You know, they're just, oh, an opportunity for a belt. I'll take it. Which, like, is that's fair it. enough. That, like, that's what it feels like a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, they're not, Drew is desperate to win that title. Mm. Like, that is his mission is to win that title. Yeah. The other five are just like, oh, that'd be nice. Especially given that two of them, as you say, lost to Roman last month. It's like, yeah. oh, I didn't get that one. I'll go for this one instead. That's where I think some of the B-show feeling yeah. comes from. I'm actually looking at this now. I think I would open with this match because I don't think this is going to be as heated as the mm. women's one. It's interesting. Because the women's one's got some other stuff going on. And I think that's why I ultimately can't find myself anything more than pleasantly sitting there with a cup of tea watching the show. Bingo. Rather than like, oh, I'm going to make a point of going to our watch party or sitting at my mate's house and we- or staying up all night with a with a... a pint of beer or whatever we were really excited to do the watch party for this before you know six nations ruined everything <laughs> stupid rugby um like we, we're excited to do this because we love getting together with everyone mm. you know 150 of like you know our friends and our getting together and watching the show together we would have had a great time doing it but because we're not doing that and we we're like which we do live reactions for it anyway it's kind of like i just don't think there's enough interest yeah, the like I don't feel like, no one's clamoring for us to do live reactions to this show, other than it's a YouTube thing to do live reactions to this show. Like it's almost like it's it, it almost feels like it should we should be doing it because, but there's no appetite for us to do it because I don't think there is that desire to to see what's going to happen on this card. Do you know what it is? I feel so uh, odd trying. Like sounding like I'm being really negative about a product that I think I'm really enjoying at the moment. It's an incredibly good product right it, now. It is like that. I'm I'm for so long it was this thing of like just enjoy wrestling, just enjoy this, just enjoy that, just let it play out, just let it play out. But like when it was bad, it was bad, and now it's 
really great. And here we've got a show that is objectively going to be fun, but I've sort of raised my bar a little bit well, for that's, you. I wonder if that's what it is. Mm. A, uh, AWWE have set a high bar, and they have done with their pay-per-views yeah. as well, because they have had a really great run of pay-per-views. There's only been a couple of duds in the Triple Look, H mean, era. Crown Jewel was a dud for me. And and I would say that uh, Extreme Rules yes. the, was, a, was a dud in, show. In 2023, 2022. 22. Yeah. But really, in the Triple H era, they're, and even then, they're not bad shows. You don't come out being like, woof, what an absolute stinker. Mm. But like Crown Jewel, I think, is a good example. You came out being like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Like, that was a, a totally fine show. I think they have set such a high bar, not just in terms of in-ring quality and star power and just the, the how hot the product is, but also story mm. and drama and passion and, mm. and like this desire to want to see things. And I think that's missing from this show. This show feels like a contractual obligation rather than a pay-per-view. <laughs> Yeah, and it's such a, it's it's again all the empathy for the for the various kerfuffles that they've had along the way trying to make it happen. But it is it does feel like a missed opportunity. You know, they've got the star power, like you say, in the people who aren't Brock Lesnar, the Rock, Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. to to do something interesting. Punk injury, you know, could Cody have had a match? Like I don't know. There's 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 a level of. Uh, yeah, it's it's just such a weird feeling because I've been enjoying it so much, and I'm I like I try and be an optimist. Absolutely. It gets me in trouble sometimes, but like I I like to be like yeah, let's 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 have a positive hat on. That's why like the the positive hat that I've got on here is that well, hey, the show's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's it. It's like, not gonna be. I, not, it would it would take something drastic for it to be a bad show. That's that's kind which of which is my, the nice place to be in at this stage. Of course, that's my sort of overall feeling of this show is that like my positive hat on like my positive hat is. This is going to be a fun show. I look at those four matches. I don't look at that and be like, oh man, some stinkers in there. I look at four matches. I'm like, those are four great matches. But taking off my my positivity hat, I'm like, but I think it's just, I've got no need to see this show. Yeah. I'm going to have fun with it. Yeah. But I, go, I don't need to see it. Mm. And I think WWE has gotten to a point where it is both want and need. Mm. And I feel like they've just missed that one here. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. But... We are going to be doing a podcast review of the show. We, myself and Pete Quinnell, reviewing the show this coming Saturday. Uh, and I'll be doing a review of the show over on the Rust Up Podcast channel. If you like it in a 10-minute edited format. Uh, but if you want to join us, please do. And subscribe to this channel as well. We have passed our 85,000 goal, which we means have. our next step is 100,000 subscribers. Mm. And I'll get my own one of these. <laughs> Everyone else got one. No Rolls Bard's got one. Parts Fun Known's got one. WrestleTort's got one. Not me. Not me and my channel. I we don't have one. one. So we're on our way. I'm, I'm going to get me one of these plaques and it's going to go up on this set. I've been working on that for years now. Let's have a race. This channel versus my personal channel that I've been trying to get. I've been hovering around it for about 10 years now. Oh man! Yeah, but if you take that, everyone's just going to go and like. Sub- I mean, we should do anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling everyone to go and subscribe to Dan Layton's channel. He's putting great content up on there. Yeah. So yeah, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. You are you are new here as well. We are going to be putting in uh, plans for our eighty five thousand subscribers. We'll pretty, we'll do something in March. I I've think. got some pitches for you. Oh, lovely! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch soon to do something in March. I think mm. because uh, if we leave it any longer, then it's into WrestleMania season, yeah. and I'd rather not mess with WrestleMania season because yeah. our watch parties will be coming back, and I want to try and. 
I've got some, I've got some things I would like to do for the 85,000. But yeah, leave a comment down below. Are you excited for this show? Do you have both the want and the need for this show? Or are you staying up for it? Are you going to watch this on demand? Are you going to watch this at a later date? Let us know in the comments down below. But we will see you tomorrow here on the Restore Podcast channel. Myself and Oliver Davis reviewing Dynamite. Until then, I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Dan Layton. Jam that jam. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.